Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Mary and Tom Show. I'm Tom. I'm Mary. This is our show. So, this is June. We're in June now. June's a pretty good month, Mary. Your birthday is in this month. Yeah. And today's D-Day. Today is D-Day. It's Dad's Day, too, this month. This is true. Yeah. I expect presents from the cats. Yeah. But not not the kind of presents they usually leave. (laughs) Yes, the kind you're going to get. Yeah, probably. Monster likes to leave dead things. She does like to leave dead things. She's much more effective at being a cat. Yeah. She's much better at hunting and covering her tracks and hissing. Klaus doesn't know how to hiss. He still doesn't know how to hiss. He, he and gets upset whenever she hisses. He doesn't know, doesn't know what's going on. doesn't understand where that sound's coming from. Yeah, he still does that. Yeah, After still, all these years, he still, still up, does that. Still gets upset. Anyway, this month... Uh, we this have, month is true. We have two games coming out. Uh, one is More Aggressive Attitudes, which we should be releasing probably early next week. Uh, that's uh, John Tyson's game, American Civil War, Manassas Campaign. I've done a couple of videos about it. They've come out, or will be coming out during this week, about how combat works and so on. Give you guys a little more insight into how that game works and what's so special about it. I'm really excited about it. The other game this month is Operation Unthinkable. That's Ty Bomba's game. Should be coming out by the end of the month. That is uh, World War Three. World War Three. Churchill's plan to attack Stalin. We've also done some videos about that. And then Ty just very recently was interviewed by the people at the Players Aid. The Players said. The Players Aid. The Players said. Uh, dot com. I think it's Peter. The Players said. Okay, we'll let them know. Okay. Uh, and it's a pretty interesting interview. Uh, gets into a lot of the reasons behind his design decisions. And he, he articulates it very well. Next month will be July. Yes, it will. It usually is the month usually that follows does, June. Yeah. And there was that one time when it didn't, but, you know. Okay. Yeah. The games we have coming out next month are Seven Pines or Fair Oaks. One of my designs on the Battle of Seven Pines, also known as the Battle of Fair Oaks. Uh, that's the first game in our Shot and Shell series. We have all the materials for that done except for the cover for the rule book. The series rule book. The series rule. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I did the other one. I know you did the other one. Uh, the other game coming out next month is Dynasty, Richard Berg Design, a multiplayer game on uh, struggle for power in China in the 10th century. Uh, we have everything we need for that game. We are shipping out all the cubes and cards to our printer uh, this week. We have the map done. We have all the counters. Mary's laying out the rule book. And once we've done laying that out, we're going to go over it with Richard and make sure everything is copacetic before we then order the proof. So we're still on track for both those games to come out in July. Uh, we think Dynasty is going to have a lot of crossover appeal to people who don't typically play war games. Well, I thought it was with cats. You thought it was with cats? Yeah, crossover with cats. Huh. Cats would be buying this. Of course, I don't want a whole lot of dead mice and This, this, this is one of those silly podcasts, what this is going to be. Now, in August, we have two games scheduled uh, as well. Uh, one is Objective Shreveport, which we're just announcing here on, on the podcast. Uh, that's another John Tyson design. It's another operational-level ACW game, but at a different scale and with a slightly different rule set than MAA. It really reflects what went on with the Red River campaign. Uh, as opposed to more aggressive attitudes, which was 
specific to the Manassas campaign. I just had that game on the table earlier this week. I really enjoy it, and we're really excited to be publishing that. The other game for August is called Table Battles. That's one of mine. Table Battles is a game system that has its origin with our holiday sale. And how that sale worked is if you purchased X number of games at the sale, which were all at a discounted price, you then got this free game, which was uh, Christmas at White Mountain. Not that it actually took place during Christmas, but it did take place at White Mountain. Yeah. So This was a very simple dice game where you need to provide some wooden bits, coins, to represent the units. Uh, it's similar in some respects to uh, the very popular game W1815. Uh, it is, however, different in some respects as well. Now, I like W1815. It's fun and quick and innovative, but I never felt the decision space was really as compelling as I wanted it to be. And I think it has to do with the way the dice are used, because in that game, you choose the action cards you're going to you know, take an action with, the formation you're going to use for your turn, and you roll one die to see if it does anything or what it does. And for me, that being my whole turn, you know, rolling a die to see if it, if it works, uh, that for me isn't the way I like to see dice used in games. It's not the, what I enjoy about dice in games. Now, I don't mind standard war game with a CRT because I'm making, you know, maybe 10 attacks on my turn and that those die rolls are going to even out and I can adjust the odds. I didn't really have that feeling in W1815. It's fun to experience and it's quick, but... I don't feel like I'm making a decision with the dice. And I know, Mary, that you're not big on dice a lot of the time. No, not really. On games where, where the die roll kind of dictates what you're doing. Yeah, I don't like that. Now, I do like, um, is it Alien Frontiers or Alien? Alien Frontiers, Frontiers. yeah. Uh, you roll your dice, you have, I forget how many dice you have. I think it depends. It varies, yeah. It varies, yeah, yeah throughout the, the game. But if you have six dice, so you roll the dice and you can put this one die over here and you can do this thing mm -hmm. and you put two dice over here and you can do this other thing you know either you can use the rest of the dice somewhere or you can fit in a die here and a die there or two dice here and maybe you can't use the sixth one you know it all depends but you've got choices I mean you can do things it's not totally luck it's because um, you're working with what you have yeah it's, it's a difference between, say, a hand management game where you have a hand of cards, you know, and how are you going to use a hand of cards versus a game where you just, you know, draw a card. Like Candyland, you just draw a card, tells you what to do. So when I did the White Mountain game, uh, kind of piggybacking off what Mary was saying there, it's more a game where you roll your set of dice and then you allot it to take certain actions. So I need doubles to take this action. I need a small straight, one, two, three, four to take that action. I need sixes to take this action with, with this formation. And that's kind of the crux of the White Mountain game, uh, which then has become the table battles uh, system. Because I like the White Mountain game. Not a lot of people got to play it because it was only available during our holiday sale. And I like the system that, that I designed. I like most systems that I designed. But uh, I like that one. I thought, well, I can do more with this. 
and I thought, what if I did a whole box of, of battles uh, using this system? You know, developing and evolving the system, make it a little more complex, not much more, but a little bit more, uh, and have different battles uh, throughout very different time periods. One of the one of the elements of this design that I really like is that it's trying to distill uh, the idea of tempo to it to its essence. So a lot of times when I talk about playing my games, I talk about tempo, about basically if you are the player who is doing things the other guy is always responding to, then you have the tempo. You're dictating the terms of the game, and the onus is on the other guy to flip it so that you're responding to him and he's able to pursue his goals. And this kind of foregrounds it because you take an action on your turn uh, with your dice, and your opponent has certain reactions he can perform. And in most cases, reactions he's required to perform. So I can attack this guy, and then you can cancel the attack. The game works as such that I will make an attack, not because I want to knock out some of your guys, but because I want you to cancel it. Because if you cancel it on my turn, you don't get to do an action on your turn. So to prevent you from attacking me over here, I can attack you over there so you can use your action to cancel it, which means on my turn I might be able to make an attack I actually want to make. Or I might be able to set it up so I can cancel that attack that I'm worried about. So it has that back and forth element, and I really like that. I really like that I'm able to make a game specifically about that. In some ways, Altamati's at Popularis is also specifically about that. Here is much less abstract and is more than really the meat of the game. So before we go, um, let's tell the folks about our plans for next week. What are our plans for next week, Mary? To survive it? Yes, but what are our plans specifically for Friday next week? We're going to Origins. Yep, so if you guys want to Say hello, visit us, uh, whatnot, meet up, you know, let us know because we'll be there on Friday. Bye for now.